4: This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio.
2: That report card does not have an A on it, Mr. Commissioner. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, fellow commoners, as we want you to get ready to be spellbound. Unless you're not coast-to-coast, border-to-border and beyond, on the vast and prodigiously powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the theater, the Hot Take Theater, in the bowels of the FSR compound. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. As we get the party started here later on this uh, Friday fun day, and when everyone's gone to bed, when everyone is snoozing, we will open up the comedy club in hour three and have Big Ben's lame jokes of the week, actual jokes sent in by actual random listeners of the show. That'll be coming up in hour three. and We have Balderdash, the Coop Scoop on entertainment in hour number four and some other surprises along the way. But we begin the festivities here with a story that I've been dying to talk about here. It comes from Major League Baseball. It's right in my wheelhouse. So it's, it's all but done now. The A's are being handed... $380 million of the taxpayers' money from Nevada in a great bank heist by corporate baseball. The politicians have greenlighted the corporate welfare donation. So congratulations. Uh, now, if you're a taxpayer in Nevada, uh, we'd like you to bend over because, uh, yes, I think we know it's, uh, you're about to get spanked. Uh, the commissioner, Rob Manford, or Man Fraud as we lovingly call him, Rob Manford spoke with reporters, and this is in New York at the regular owners' meetings. They have quarterly owners' meetings, even during the season. And uh, most of this news conference was dedicated to questions about the athletics who are about to evacuate and move out of Oakland and head to Las Vegas. Now, I wanted to play a couple of sound bites in particular here to give you a little taste, a little flavor of what we're talking about. So Rob Manford, he will start with this. He blamed the city leaders in Oakland. Uh, He said it's really their fault that the A's are saying, screw you, and giving the bird to the fans in Oakland. Uh, Take a listen.
5: I think that the real question is, what is it that Oakland was prepared to do? There is no Oakland offer. OK, I mean, they, they never got to the point where they had a plan to build a stadium at any site. And it's not just John Fisher. You don't build a stadium based on the club activity alone. The community has to provide support. And, you know, at some point you come to the realization it's just not going to happen.
2: Much more on that in a second. But there's more here. He was asked about the A's reverse boycott. Talked about this. We had our, our boots on the ground. We had several listeners that are fans of the show in the Bay Area that were at that game. It was uh, like an emotional night for so many people. We had Mason the Millennial call up. He was in tears as an A's fan, bummed out, and it was an amazing scene. to see all those people there, the chanting, the whole thing, the reverse boycott. So Rob Manford decided, you know what? I'm the commissioner of baseball. I'm the, the guardian of the game. So what I am going to do is I am going to take a cheap shot at the Oakland fan. That's what I'm going to do. Just to prove I'm not making it up here, listen closely to the tone of Rob Manford when he was asked about the A's reverse boycott, the fan boycott in Oakland the other night. Take a listen.
5: You know, I mean, it it was great. Uh, It's great to see what is this year, you know, Almost an average Major League Baseball crowd in the facility for one night. That's a great thing. Yeah.
2: Almost an average Major League Baseball crowd in a facility for one night to see the worst team. By design, by the way. By design. That's the money quote, so we'll start with that. Let's discuss the question. When you first heard, maybe it's right now, when you first heard Rob Manford taking a shot, a sarcastic cheap shot at the Oakland fans, reverse boycott here what do you think so i've got triumph costanza and declutter and we will combine all of these things together and we are going to make a nice weekend getaway uh which is i uh, it's a staycation but it's a weekend getaway which is right around the corner right around the corner so number number one rob manford is not only the commissioner of baseball He is also moonlighting as Bozo the Clown. It is fascinating to me. We talk about this guy a lot because he says dumb things, and we like people that do dumb things and say dumb things. This weasel, he's like the head weasel. He never disappoints. Manford is so out of touch with reality. It's fascinating to me. Uh, I shouldn't be surprised because it seems like most of these commissioners are a little cuckoo, but he sits on this throne and his job is to massage the ego of the owners. He gets paid very handsomely for that. In fact, he gets, I think, $11 million a year to be a toady, a cabana boy for the billionaire owners of baseball. And he lives in a nice house uh, in the New York bubble. But when it comes to the fan, here is my analysis from many Maller monologues regarding Rob Manfred. Rob Manford is a doppelganger to triumph the insult comic dog, if you remember that character uh, from back in the day, a foul-mouthed puppet. Manford, he, he he mocks the very people that baseball needs more than anyone else, the hardcore fan. Right? Hardcore fan. He's a savage. And Manford has a long track record of this kind of activity. It's not his first rodeo. Some of my favorite Rob Manford hits, if you look at the charts over the years, uh, calling the World Series a hunk of metal. That's great. Running interference for the 2017 cheating Astros. He's still doing that. How about the, the one last year, I believe it was, when he was smiling and practicing his golf swing while announcing the cancellation of games because of a work stoppage in the sport he's the commissioner of, and now we can add Rob Manford poo-pooing and sarcastically sneering and belittling the Oakland fan as they're taking the team away, giving the atomic elbow right to the solar plexus. Right, stay classy, Major League Baseball. And I, I get the commission, The commissioner will be there forever. Because baseball makes money despite all the doom and gloom. And so that's really all the aristocrats care about. Now, page two here. We already played the soundbite. When I go back to the first soundbite we played, hopefully you were listening. And in that soundbite, Rob Manford, uh, he really diminished and attacked the Oakland politicians and pointed the finger, the blame game, at those politicians for helping create this situation, for not forking over the ballpark in Oakland. He said, I, "I again, the quote was, I think the real question is, what is it Oakland was prepared to do? He kind of snickered while he said that. And he said, there's no Oakland offer, okay? They never got to a point where they had a plan to build a stadium at any site. Well, the mayor of Oakland, and I don't live in Oakland, but the mayor of Oakland uh, said that, uh, quote, that was just totally false, Was the quote. So, someone is lying here, and the kangaroo court that is overnight sports radio will help decide. With you and I, we will help decide. So, you make the call. You make the call. Is it the Oakland mayor's office disputing Rob Manford's comments on the A's stadium uh, that there was no plan? They say that he's lying. uh, That totally false is a way of saying you're lying. Rob Manford's like, well, no, there was no plan. So whose side are you on? Now, before I give you my answer, this is a lose-lose situation. We loathe politicians and Rob Manfred. So uh, th- this is like two bad guys, two heels in wrestling going at it. You, know, you don't want anyone to win. But the arrow on this one is pointing at corporate Major League Baseball. What Rob Manfred did is known as a lie by omission. All right. from what I understand Oakland was prepared even with all the crazy effed up politics in California they were prepared to give the A's a ballpark at the Howard terminal uh area if you're in the bay area, you know what that is but if you're not it's a waterfront property in Oakland they were that's got factory stuff there and warehouses things like that and they were going to build a stadium there so why did the commissioners say that they had no plan in Oakland in the immortal words of George Costanza, just remember it's not a lie if you believe it, right? Manford left out very important details in order to hide the truth. So, again, this is as as I've been told from people who claim to know more than me about this situation, uh, Oakland was going to to give that Howard Terminal property, uh, make it available for John Fisher. Uh, and this this had moved along. I don't know if it was 80% done. I don't know about that. But... Uh, the thing was Oakland would not just hand over to the billionaire owner the extra land. See, John Fisher, the owner of the A's, he wanted the extra land because he wanted to develop his own fun zone. We Go down to the A's ballpark and we'll sell you some overpriced food at our restaurants and we'll price gouge you at the gift shops and the other stores and all that stuff. Have a great time. So without that sweetener, that extra, that extra group of goodies... There was no plan. So Manford has essentially helped chaperone the A's out of Oakland and into Nevada because it helps the bottom line of corporate baseball. All right, final point. So I want to go to Philadelphia. Bryce Harper, the Philly star, who's a native son to Las Vegas, he came out throwing and kicking at the idea the athletics would leave Oakland. Uh, he's upset. He does not think that the, that Oakland should lose th- that team. And uh, Harper said he feels bad for the A's fans, uh, and, who bleed green and all that stuff. He doesn't agree with it, and he even quoted the dopey, rooted in Oakland marketing plan, which looks cringeworthy in retrospect. Uh, and and it, the part that resonated with me, though, Bryce Harper recommended that the athletic name dies when the A's leave Oakland. He said, "Quote: I don't think they should use the A's name. I really don't." He said, "I don't think it's fair to anybody in Oakland for that to happen. I really don't. I think they should rebrand it." He said, "That's my personal opinion." Close quote. So Bryce Harper says the A should rebrand in Vegas. Is that fair or foul? That is a fair ball. Uh, line drive right over the pitcher's mound and second base right into center field. Uh, I have felt this way forever. Now, I don't want to have to tell Bryce Harper that the A's have actually been in Kansas City and Philadelphia before. We'll just leave that one alone. But when we eventually take over, it'll be a hostile takeover, and we are the caretakers of sport. If teams relocate from that point forward, here's what's going to happen. They're going to have to leave the, the team nickname, the records the trophies, the memorabilia in the town they are abandoning. You want a fresh start? Okay. I'll let you move to another city, but you're going to vacate everything. And when when you get divorced, I've had buddies of mine I went to high school with and what some of these guys are divorced, right? When you get divorced, let me ask you a question. Do you keep all of your partner's clothes and their pictures and their knickknacks? No! You have to declutter, right? You got to get rid of that stuff. You got to start fresh. And that's what that's what the, the A's should do. And all these teams that that move to New Cities, you got to modernize. And I, I don't think you should be able to count the records. It bothers me when I in the NBA, for example, the supersonic records belong to Oklahoma City. Bullcrap. The Montreal Expos records belong to the Washington Nationals. My fat ass, right? Clear away everything. Right? Franchise relocation is a divorce. You are telling the people you are leaving. We hate your guts. We want someone younger and better looking, and it ain't you, fat, fat salt. That's what you're saying, right? Now, keep in mind, all of my favorite teams, if I was in charge, would have new names. I, the Rams have been in multiple cities, the Clippers, multiple cities, the Dodgers were in Brooklyn, and they'd all they've all come from other places. The only I think the only team I I kind of like the Kings have been they were L.A. from L.A., but everyone else has been from somewhere else. Uh, but I'm gonna tell you, they should do it, Vegas. They will not rebrand. I I will bet you they won't rebrand. I've talked to people in sports about this, and they've told me well, it's too expensive because uh, it, all the good names are either taboo. Like for example, Vegas. They don't like to put gambling monikers on sports teams, so that there'd be some great gambling names, but they don't want to do that. And a lot of the trademarks are owned by people, and these these billionaires are too cheap to actually. Cut a check to get a good nickname, to get the rights to a good nickname because they're copyrighted by people that are hoarding the good names.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m.
1: Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call
0: 1-800-GAMBLER. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit. No hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zyn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zyn 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hey, Smaller here. You've put it off
2: long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on-site It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Firestone test results and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com,
6: the way tire buying should be.
2: Have a party, will you? Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We go all night in the air, everywhere, as denizens giving you a pinch of jock talk, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and excessively powerful. Microphones of FSR emanating live from the pen, the bullpen, slinging bull in the overnight. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way that tire buying should be. So a championship parade took place on Thursday, and I did not have an intention of talking about it, but it com- it did cross my radar, and there's some things that happened that I thought were interesting. So it was a celebratory kind of day. And I know for a fact, based on email and people that call this show and send messages on social media, that the Maller Militia was well represented in the Mile High City. We had a number of people that are up all night with us that uh, stayed up all day. Some of them took the night off, but they they went and were hanging out at the parade. So if you didn't see this, there were thousands, thousands of fans that gathered at the parade, just like your standard parade there, to celebrate the Nuggets ending the 47 years without a championship. And they had speeches, declarations, celebrations, a whole lot of booze was everywhere. So let's discuss the question. Having seen the... Video online. I did not watch it live because I was sleeping when it was going on, but I did watch the the key parts of it online. So the question is: grade the Nuggets parade celebration. So I'm going to give it a B plus. I'm not going A. I'm not going A. I'm going to give it a B plus. I've got Bart Simpson, Doctor Pimple Popper, and Skip Bayless. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a nice, shiny trophy, which is what the Nuggets now have after they won those 16 playoff games. So, hey, let's start with the crowd. We had a discussion about the crowd in a previous episode of the show. They were there, loud and proud. The alcohol was in the air everywhere. Happy days are here again. Did you see the crowd estimate? You see how many people were there? Well, the city of Denver estimated, key part of this estimation, they estimated that 750,000 men, women, and children showed up to celebrate. Now, that surpasses the Colorado Avalanche, the the uh, local hockey team there that won not that long ago there. They had 500,000 they claim, at that parade. It is less than they they say the Broncos had. The Broncos had a million people. So I'm skeptical of these guesstimations. Uh, I think it's kind of like looking at the clouds and saying, look, that cloud looks like a fire-breathing dragon. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, The metro Denver area, if you include all of the suburbs around Denver and all the other little communities around the greater Denver area, has 2.9 million people. So if 750,000 people showed up, and we'll assume all of those people lived in Metro Denver, that, that, that area, because most people aren't going to be traveling from that far away. And you know how many wild Nugget fans are there when you get further and further away from Denver? So that's my assumption. I did some back-of-the-napkin math. So if you have 2.9 million people in, in the greater Denver area and 750,000 of them showed up to the parade... That means that almost 26% of the population showed up to partay with the Joker. Eh, I don't know about that. Eh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of people there, uh, but uh, they just pulled these numbers out of their tookus, is what they do. Now, meanwhile, Coach Michael Malone. Uh, Coach Michael Malone, now he was a man on a mission completely knockered it was happy hour for michael malone and among his quotes we're not satisfied we're not done yet he said we're greedy bastards he also said i got a crazy idea i'm a little emotional he said let's do this blank again he's i'll, I'll use the word crap he said said the other word but he was bouncing around. He had, a, he had a ball cap on. He had sunglasses. He had a t-shirt. Had a, had a chain around his neck. You know what he looked like? In the cartoon bubble above my head. And if, you, if you've seen a photo of uh, Michael Malone, I want you to let me know if you back me up on this because in the cartoon bubble in my head, I imagine if Bart Simpson was a 52-year-old man that coached an NBA team, that that's what he would look like. Like, maybe the hat would be backwards, the hat wasn't backwards. But other than that, like Michael Malone, I'm thinking that's Bart Simpson right there. That's that's how Bart would act at a parade. All right, now, uh, you, you also had Jeff Green issue a tribute to the Supersonics. He's one of two, two players left who played in Seattle for the hometown team there in Seattle before they were rudely kicked out of the Pacific Northwest and headed to the Dust Bowl in Oklahoma. How about Aaron Gordon, who was Gronk-like? And we actually have a soundbite we're going to play here. So there's this reporter for the local TV there in Denver, Nick Rothschild is his name, and he asked a very standard cookie-cutter question trying to get an emotional response. So Aaron Gordon was asked, is it hitting you? that you're an NBA champion, yet you still – or do you need time, right? Or do you need time? All right, so that was something like that. But anyway, here is the response. Let's go to the audio tape. Listen to how Aaron Gordon handled
4: that question. Is it hitting you that you're an NBA champion yet, or you still need time?
0: <laughs> you want to know what's hitting me is those Modellos.
4: <laughs> ah, the Modellos.
2: It was Modello madness. <laughs> Isn't Gordon the guy that walked around downtown Denver in his basketball shorts with the fans? That was kind of cool. Uh, that was neat. You had KCP, not to be confused with KFC, Contavious Caldwell Pope, the Nuggets guard. He did the old stone-cold beer smash, chugging some brewskis. couple at the same time. Why not? All right, now. Page two here. So one of the viral moments at this parade happened when a guy named Vic Lombardi, he's a gas bag and longtime talking head, does TV and radio in Denver. He's been a media personality there for some time, and he was at the podium. He was introducing the Nuggets head coach Michael Malone to the crowd, and rather than just give a standard declaration, here's the head coach for the Denver Nuggets, Michael Malone. No, you're at a a rally. You gotta, you gotta put a little razzmatazz on it at a rally. So listen here. Let's go to the audio tape. Listen to how uh, Lombardi introduced the Denver coach. He
1: came into this world as the son.
2: play that again i'd like to you know this sounds like to me have, have you ever watched the nathan's hot dog eating contest on coney island which is coming up next month i gotta get Joey uh, Joey chest on my podcast again but it's coming up next month in new york and the carnival barker guy that does the introductions that's that's what this sounds like but again this is this introducing the coach of the nuggets listen
1: he came into this world as the son of a coach but in these
6: playoffs he
2: He ate seven hundred and twenty-eight chicken wings, seventy-two fully loaded, piping hot tacos, and had no reversal of fortune. Here he is. Yeah. So, did Denver's parade celebration cross the line by poking fun at the Lakers? No. No. Shake. No. I'm shaking my head. No. I got no skin in the game. As an outsider, I loved it. Give me more. I thought it was hilarious. That's what these events are for. It's like going to a political rally. You're trying to energize the party's base at those things. And this was it was chicken soup for the souls. what it was. It was Dr. Pimple Popper popping up on stage and performing a pus-filled, inflamed cyst. Extra, you know, removing the cyst, just taking it off the face like that. Right, but move the, uh, the cyst, get the, uh, the medical equipment and all that. And, and then you pop the cyst and you remove the cyst, and there's a bunch of purple and gold pus oozing out of that stuff. Yeah, making it rain. All right, meanwhile, I, I, I want to get away from the, the Nuggets Parade for a second because I want to go back to a good punching bag for the show, an old punching bag for the show who's good in Minnesota Carl Anthony Towns. Now, he said the same day that the Nuggets won the championship, this po- this was released on uh, some fledgling podcast. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns said he believes the Minnesota Timberwolves run from last year, I guess two years ago now, because the Nuggets have just won. But he says Minnesota's 2022 run in the play-in tournament with Pat Beverly was more special than the Nuggets' 2023 Championship. Yeah. Uh, he said that in a recent uh, podcast interview. Now, his logic, he said, since the Wolves were thrown together and didn't have a lot of time to practice and it was a new team, that's more impressive than Denver, who's been together for several years and they know each other and all that. So I wanted to talk about this. So Carl Anthony Towns, his quote again, saying the Wolves run of 2022, which wasn't really much of a run. It was more like a couple of steps and you drop dead, was more special then the Nuggets' title run uh, help me understand that. Well, I'm going to help you understand that. So this one is simple, okay? And I, I'm going to put all of these recent quotes from Carl Anthony Towns into the same basket. I have now determined the Minnesota Timberwolves star has got that big contract. This is all part of a sinister plan. It's it's his sizzle reel, and Cat is going to email a copy of this to Skip Bayless. This is his demo tape to snatch up the chair that Shannon Sharp used to sit in on Undisputed. Because Carl Anthony Towns, this guy is an artisan at the bad take. He's a bad take artisan is what he is. And and such such a bad take guy that he should be doing television. He should. For example, his stance, we talked about this, is, stance on his NBA legacy. He also said that if you let me play or call the plays, he said I can get 40 points anytime. Well, yeah, if you shoot you know, 50 shots, you'll probably get 40 points. But Carl Anthony Towns is a samurai of the hot take. He is. The man's a samurai of the hot take. It's Wild.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
2: The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that.
6: Here
4: we go! It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
3: The Coop Dalot. Former NFL bust-turned analyst Ryan Leaf said that the Steelers could take the AFC North by signing Leonard Fournette and that the one-two punch of Najee Harris and Fournette would take the pressure off Kenny Pickett. Ben, would Fournette make that much of an impact on the Steelers?
2: Well, first of all, I love Ryan Leaf. I was in San Diego when he played for the Chargers, and they were so bad, I had sideline passes when he was the quarterback. Uh, it was just horrible. But uh, Ryan Leaf should knock it off. Leonard Fournette, last I checked, is not Derrick Henry, Barry Sanders or something like that. He's He's been spotty. He'll have a good year, bad year, good game, bad game. He's been very inconsistent, and th- there's no question. You look at that division, Joe Burrow and the Bengals are head and shoulders above everyone else going into the year. The Browns are a solid bet for last place. The Ravens and Steelers are like neck and neck, but Leonard Fournette is not going to be the
3: difference. Next! Uh, there were uh, reports now that an unnamed NFL player lost $8 million from gambling last year. Ben, with all this negative publicity piling up from gambling and players gambling and getting suspended, what do you think the chances are of sports leagues reversing course from getting into bed with these gambling companies? Zero!
2: these these guys are collateral damage. The NFL's making
3: money hand over fist from the gambling houses. They're not getting rid of that. Next. Bears defensive lineman Justin Jones took some shots at Green Bay's fans earlier this week, calling them uh, crappy, but he didn't say crappy, and saying that half of them don't even know football. Ben, which fan base do you find to be the least knowledgeable? The Arizona Cardinals, and it's not even
2: close. That's a win. Put it on the board.
4: Thank you. I won the game. He told me my headphones. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. (laughs) Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week.
2: And here we go, lame jokes of the week. These are actual jokes sent in by actual listeners. We do not have professional Hollywood joke writers, but we have hardworking people just like you, your fellow soldier in arms, sports talk radio consumer who happens to enjoy writing jokes. And you can submit jokes if you want for future episodes of the show. Send them in now, tonight, tomorrow, whenever. Send them in. Care of Show at gmail.com. That's Show at gmail.com. And let's get to the jokes right now. Do we have a fake Weed Man? Weed Man's phone is still broken. so I don't no, believe so. No fake Weed Man. Okay, here we go. Uh, what is Lizzo's favorite type of marijuana? Uh, I don't know. What is Lizzo's favorite type of marijuana? Anything edible. Anything edible. <laughs> That's from Sirker Todd, the comedian. My, my bad, Ben. We do
3: have a, uh, we have a fake weed
2: man. Okay. Hello, fake, fake weed man. Fake weed Okay. We'll make you laugh. Why doesn't Lizzo oh, have No, no. no a bo- not, not,
3: not not Eddie. That, that oh. was Eddie. Oh, that was Eddie. Yes. Oh, okay. No, we, we, have, we have a fake weed man.
2: All right. Hurry up. Fake Lizzo, please. Or fake, fake weed man. Not fake
4: Lizzo. <laughs>
2: ben, I love you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Why doesn't Lizzo have a boyfriend? I don't know. Why not? She doesn't want to share her dessert, Eddie. Come on, that's obvious. That's uh, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> All right, that's uh, Brendan from Boston who sent that one in. Uh, when Lizzo needs a ride, why doesn't why does she only use Uber?
0: I, I don't know why.
2: Well, ironically, Lyft can't even pick her up, Eddie. So they, they can't. Uh, they can't do that. <laughs> that's Sophie Todd, the comedian. Why does the smoke from Canadian uh, wildfires make Lizzo hungry? I, I don't know why. it smell like barbecue or something? No, it smells like poutine, actually, is what it smells like, Eddie. Come on. That's from Eek in Roseville. Uh, I don't get
1: it. I don't get it, Ben.
2: I know. I don't know what happened to the laugh track. Uh, what is Lizzo's Zodiac sign? Uh, I don't know. What is it? Well, she is a uh, Capra cornbread. Is what? Her, uh, that's her Zodiac sign. That's oh. from Kurt from Earth. <laughs> We sent that one. Iowa Sam's not playing along. We might have to get rid of lame jokes. Why is Lizzo the only one on the Nuggets bandwagon? Uh, I don't know why. Because the wagons are at maximum capacity. That would be why. Right, uh, <laughs>
4: you,
2: you like that fake weed man, yes? All right. uh, what causes tidal waves? Uh, Lizzo jumping into the ocean. No, no. Lizzo doing a cannonball. That's what causes tidal waves. That's <laughs> from Noah... In Austin, did you hear that Lizzo is close to calling it quits on her music career? Big news here. Uh, no, I didn't hear that. Yeah, she should also call it quits after going back the seventh time at the buffet, Eddie. Uh, that's from Noah. <laughs> that's funny. Noah from Austin. When doctors told Lizzo she needed to get in shape, she had a response ready, Eddie. And what did she say? She said, "You know that round is a shape. That's a that's a shape right there." Uh, All right, that's point. a. Thank you. Yes, it is. Uh, Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. What's the difference between Lizzo and Sue Bird's retired WNBA jersey? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sue Bird's retired WNBA jersey doesn't have any stretch marks, Eddie. Oh, my God. That's what Gordon thinks to come.
5: <laughs> <on>. <laughs> All
2: right. Uh, uh, very funny fake Weed Man. Did you know that Weedman Hippie once volunteered to join a search? For a missing person, but was told to leave instead. Oh, really? Why is that? Yeah, the authorities said that his presence kept throwing off the cadaver dog. <laughs> they didn't know what was going
5: on.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was from hillbilly Mike. Hill, hillbilly Mike. Coop, you got any jokes over there,
3: Coop? Sure. All right. Uh, so my, uh, my neighbor has been mad at his wife for sunbathing nude. Personally, I'm on the fence. That's from Ozzy
2: A bear was seen swimming. There was, was seen. swimming by the beach of the Florida Panhandle last week, Eddie. Oh, uh, is that right? Yeah, near South Beach, you could see. You could also see Weed Man Hippie swimming in debt. So, a little south there, you can see that's a Georgian. <laughs> right. All right, what does a beer bottle and Weed Man's underwear have in common? Oh, I don't know what is the other kind. Like? They both can be used as a weapon. They both can be used as a weapon.
5: <laughs> did you hear Roberto is
2: Roberto is uh, chauffeuring the Lakers owner around town? I did not hear that. Yeah, he's a bus driver. Eddie, uh, that's from nah. in Roseville, Minnesota. <laughs> All right, uh, why does Roberto respect your Marcus Russell's NFL career? Why? Because he was a bust. And
3: he was a, That's a no, Don't play no, that. that yeah. I've for that one. Sam. Dirt
2: from Earth. Turbo. There it
4: is. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks, Big Weedman. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
2: Let's get over to the Koopaloo. Parade for Hollywood. What are you going to be watching this week? I did watch the Hot Cheetos uh, movie, Koop. Yeah, week. how was that?
3: I, I thought it was pretty good, actually. All right, all right. Yeah, I did. Well, I have something else for you, Ben. Oh, good. Uh, This actually came out uh, a little over a week ago, but I did not. uh, I I overlooked it during last week's Coop Scoop and Entertainment, but I did watch it myself. It is a documentary series on Netflix called Arnold, and it is about uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yes, it is a three-part documentary, and. the governor yes, yes. uh the governor uh it was actually really good i i really i really liked the documentary it was very interesting you know it talks about uh, his entire life he even uh
2: he talk about all the steroids he was doing on venice beach back in the day.
3: he does oh sure. he does good. talk right. about the steroids he talks about uh the his love child with his uh housekeeper Yeah, that's
2: really a good housekeeper when she'll have your kid. That's uh, a lot of housekeepers won't have your kid.
3: And keep him secret for (laughs) for like a decade plus. Give me back my son! (laughs) Yes, uh, but no, I mean, you know, he, it's one of the things that I liked about Arnold. uh, Even when he was, you know, running for governor and was governor, he was, he's always like, uh, he he wasn't a BSer, you know? He doesn't dance around it. He addresses it head on, and you know. Go you know. Chargers, go! <laughs> Never was mind. That, was Never that mind. That I don't <laughs> like him anymore. I was at that, that game. <laughs>
2: how much did the Chargers pay him to say that? Yeah,
3: but uh, anyway, uh, if you haven't uh, seen that, check that out on Netflix. It's uh, it's called Arnold. It's it's, it's good stuff. Oh right, okay. I'll check it out. Sure. Uh, now uh, this weekend we have a lot of good movies coming out this weekend. A lot All of interesting right. movies. Uh, First, we have the latest Disney Pixar movie called Elemental. And, uh, you know, this is uh, about a bunch of different elements, like, you know, fire, water, living in Element City. And uh, they have to, you know, do some stuff and (laughs) comedy ensues. (laughs) Uh, Then uh, we have The Flash coming out this weekend. Yeah, I'm going to go see it. Yes, I'm going to check that out as well. You know, I'm somebody that, and I've said this before, I'm getting a little like. I don't know, tired of all the, the superhero movies, but this one, this one's caught my attention. We've got, uh, we've got Michael Keaton coming back as Batman, uh, so that's uh, pretty exciting. And it's got some, uh, it, was, it was a good, good trailer. I'm, I'm excited for this. And uh, uh, Ezra Miller, who plays The Flash, he's a disturbed person, and uh, yet they're still going forward mm-hmm. with it, so it should be interesting. He um, didn't get canceled? No, well, I mean, kind did of. for like well, a, about two months. They, can, yeah. they
1: canceled him, but he's still going to put the movie out.
3: Yeah, yeah, too much money invested. <laughs> yeah. He's in rehab, quote unquote. Are they letting people back now from being canceled? Are no, we, just if no. you have a
2: movie that costs uh, a lot of money. Exactly. Okay.
3: Exactly. Gotcha. Sure. And then uh, we also have, now this is a, it's a limited release this weekend, uh, uh, in theaters everywhere next weekend, but I want to mention it. It's called Asteroid City. Uh, it is the latest movie from Wes Anderson, um, who is- my favorite director. And this one looks like it, it could be one, one of his best, so I'm very excited about that. And uh, my music is gone. Oh, it's uh, back. There we go, there we go. It's back now. Thank you. All right, right there, and then, Thank uh, you,
2: Mark. What's wrong with you, Mark? Jeez,
3: what am I doing? <laughs> Mark, stop screwing up. And then uh, moving over to television. Uh, this is available right now on Netflix. It is the sixth season of Black Mirror, uh, coming back after a long hiatus. And uh, this season... Is a little bit more uh, on the horror side than uh, the previous seasons, which were were very sci-fi. Um, but there's still, you know, still some sci-fi elements in this one as well. So it's getting good reviews. I'm excited about that. You got, I believe, Aaron Paul is in uh, an episode this season. And then right. last but not ben least, Ben know who that is. Aaron Paul? Yeah, I know who Aaron. Jesse Paul. Pinkman. Sam
5: oh, Aaron Paul. Sam. Sam.
3: Crappy box. We were gonna try to have I'm him so, say he—he he definitely didn't know who it was. He
5: can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> and Quiet then anyway,
3: uh, <laughs> last last but not least, we have the return of the righteous gemstones on HBO. Oh. A great comedy about uh, televangelists, um, and that uh, that one's got John Goodman, who is fantastic in the show, and uh, the other. Uh, Danny McBride, Danny McBride, right? Bride, yep. thank you. I was blanking on his name. Good stuff on HBO. And that is, uh, that is this Sunday evening. And that is Coop Scoop Entertainment.